0: welcome to mom blogging unplugged where we go behind the scenes on all the things that people won't tell you about this crazy mom blogging world i'm your host erica i'm a mom of two marketing expert blogger behind Mum break and lover of all things deep fried. i think that this world of mom blogging is a bit too cagey so i am going to bring on guests for you who will answer all the tough questions and things that people don't usually talk about. I want to help take your blog to the next level by giving you the real information without beating around the bush. Okay, I am sitting here on my, I was going to say my living room couch. We're not on couches. We're on two separate chairs staring at my microphone in my living room with Sarah. Hello. Simply Sarah. How's it going? I'm so glad to have you here because Anyways, we'll talk about how the things I think you're doing really well in a little bit. But before we get started, maybe just tell people a little bit about yourself, your journey, because you have a, just like the coolest story. Okay. And what you're doing now with your blog.
1: Okay. Um. So, my whole start to social media started in 2006 when I joined the YouTube beauty community. <laughs> it was like ages ago. Um. So I did a lot of uh, beauty, hair, DIY stuff on YouTube. And then I kind of took a break when Mia was born and decided to get back into blogging. I didn't really know what to do. And so I looked back at uh, my past kind of experience and my passions and what I, you know, really wanted to talk about. And in 2012, my now husband uh, and I did a documentary about living a year plastic free. So we did an entire year where we had no plastics and it was part of a documentary when we lived in Vancouver. Um, so, which is
0: like, just, I feel like you don't, when you say that and when you talk about it, you don't, I don't think people realize how big that is.
1: Yeah. And I think, cause I was there, like I did it, you know, and it was so long ago and it's just like a non thing for me that I did it. But a lot of people are like, Oh my God, how did you do it?
0: And I was like, Oh, everything. <laughs> no. I was thinking about you. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. I was thinking about you in the shower the other day, <laughs> but like razors. I guess you'd have to get metal ones, Yeah. Yeah. literally everything in my world right now, if I'm looking in front of me, plastic phone case, plastic Mm -hmm. Starbucks, at least it's a reusable Starbucks Yes, that's true. (laughs) Plastics, like I'm literally covered in plastic. Even the hard drive that's recording this is coated in plastic. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like when you talk about a year plastic free with your husband, you don't really, like people don't realize how huge that is.
1: Yes, that's true. Now we did have like separate rules. So um, there was 12 families- and couples, um, together with this, uh, documentary. So each uh, kind of couple or family created their own rules. So part of our rules, um, was medical was off limits. So if we needed a prescription or actually broke my arm that year and I needed a fiberglass cast. So like, (laughs) (laughs) it was, it was was actually, but it's a good thing you had it on your list. Yeah. So like, I didn't have to keep that stuff. Um, you know, and like, for work, I was a hairdresser at the time, so you know the work was off limits because there's no way to get around that, right? So mm-hmm. there was a few things that were off limits, but not very much. Um, That's so,
0: wild. Okay, yeah. so you and your husband are living out west. Yes. You're doing this really cool <laughs> year of plastic-free, which is, the, I mean, like again, I'm looking at my entire living room right now. Plastic containers, plastic <laughs> toys, it's everywhere. Yeah. Plastic baby gates. That's true. Yeah. Those are you can get wood ones, but still. Yeah. So cool. Anyways, I digress because I'm still in awe by <laughs> You did this year. Yes. Then what happened?
1: Um, and then we were really big in the community. Um, like I guess the eco-friendly community as like a couple. Um, we did a lot of, uh, community events, uh, farmers markets. We actually had, um, a veggie farm and we sold at uh, so cute. <laughs> markets. Uh, yeah. So we did that and, um, it was kind of, a uh, a passion for the both of us, uh, and then we had Mia, and our world uh, kind of came to like a little bit of a halt because, you know, your life changes, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, so we weren't as good as we were before, and lots of changes happened, and we ended up moving to Ottawa about a year and a half ago, so January 2018, and uh, moving to Ottawa. It was very different than Vancouver as far as like green stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, ta- thinking about getting back into blogging and talking to you and doing your course, um, I really was able to find the passion that I once had before with all this eco stuff and um, sort of niche down and figure that that was my passion and that's what I wanted to blog about. But then also the challenges of being a new mother or a busy mom with kids, it's how to figure out how to balance the eco-friendly changes, but then also be a busy mom, you know, and I I felt that the two could go hand in hand, and of course, you know, it's really, really hard, so you're not going to be perfect, but that's okay, and even if you take, like, little changes in your life, then, um, you know, if I can help give you tips and tricks and stuff, you know, you would be able to do that you know,
0: easier. It's so true. And well, you're yeah. in my, you're literally, I think we're all joke now, especially <laughs> in the Ottawa blogging community, how you're a little like eco angel just sort of <laughs> sitting there. Cause yeah. Oh my goodness. I meant to tell you the other day, <laughs> The drawer I keep all of my Ziplocs and plastic oh no, wraps yeah. in got jammed. So there was three days I physically couldn't open it. Yes. And I just, for those three days, I didn't use any plastic wrap, any Ziplocs. I just had to use all of my glass containers because I physically couldn't get <laughs> into the drawer. I was like, this is off to a good start. Yeah, I, yeah. Should, I should tell Sarah, but I just, I was so frustrated with the door. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was, now I find myself thinking about you and grabbing yeah things that are just as easy an alternative, but they're not going to go in the garbage. Right.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's so
0: many, um,
1: easy ways, um, to make changes, like even though that you're a busy mom, right? Like, so the Ziplocs, you can use like a container, you can use a reusable bag. Um, so yeah, so that's what I kind of wanted to, you know, blog about is, you know, how to meld the eco-friendly world with also being a busy parent because it's so overwhelming just being a parent as well. But then you get all of these, like, green things all around the world, you know, kind of attacking you as well. And that that's overwhelming. So I'm trying to take that part out of it so that can kind of
0: Yeah, because it is the very two overwhelming.
1: It is, yeah. When you think about it, like, you know, when you don't know where to start or what to do, you think about all of these things that you need to do, you have to do. Like, if it's either all or nothing. But it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And that's still okay, like small changes are still changes. Right. So, um, yeah. So my aim is just to try and help take the overwhelm part out of it. That's perfect for busy moms. Yeah.
0: So, and that was kind of how this conversation started is that I wanted to do the reverse for you and help take the overwhelm out of
1: like marketing. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. That is a huge struggle for me. And I, you know, yeah, because the eco stuff comes pretty easy to me and it's it's less overwhelming. Um, but then, yeah, the blogging, the marketing, all of that stuff, that part is really
0: overwhelming to me. So um, that's why I'm so thankful for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was perfect because I we were having this really great conversation over Instagram DMs. I'm like, you know what? Why don't we just continue this conversation? And just for you guys listening right now so that you know, why don't we continue this conversation on a podcast episode? Because I think one of the things that you're struggling with And we can talk about that specifically in a second is something that a lot of people are struggling with and it sort of pertains to emails and Mm -hmm. lead magnets and how to set everything up. And there's just so many options and it's really overwhelming.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: It's just, it's the same as the eco-friendly world for someone who's not in it. It's just, where do you start? What's Mm -hmm. the best bang for your buck? What should you be doing? What can you kind of not, don't you need to worry about Right, Exactly. So from your perspective right now with your blog, what is, would you say is the biggest challenge you're having?
1: So the biggest challenge I'm having, yeah, is just getting all of this information into a pathway that leads to my ultimate goal, um, which is to make blogging a job so that I can be home. Um, Yeah, so make money as a job for blogging, so that's my end goal, and then um, just kind of taking that goal and stepping it back and, and building that plan, um, yeah, to get
0: there. And I and I love that because so many times, and I think even when you started, when well, maybe when you started the blogging one on one course, mm-hmm. I think you were one of the people who did this as well. But I think of the like fifteen people who signed up. Fourteen of them, their goals were things like grow my following, mm-hmm. um, and they were sort mm-hmm. of stepping stones. But they weren't. There was only one person in the group who was said that their goal was like make sixty thousand dollars this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was because that person already has a service-based business. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she, she was used to thinking from that perspective right, because she yes. was already full time in that yeah. operating business. But so often I don't, and I harp on this a lot, especially on Instagram people set a goal of, I'm going to hit a thousand followers, yeah. but you have the goal of making money to be a full-time blogger. So have you don't have to say it now, but yeah. have you set a figure in your head that you want to hit or have you actually set and written down a number somewhere? So to start, and I don't know
1: how far ahead I need to make this number, but right now, um, I, my goal is to make enough per month to cover my bills.
0: Bills, Okay. And that's perfect. So you were able to sit down at one point, you know Mm -hmm. exactly what your bills are. So you know what you need to bring in. Yes. Okay. So that's, I think that's step number one. And Mm -hmm. then, and that's step number one for everyone is figuring out the goal, right? If you don't have a goal. There's no way to get there. know. <laughs> yes. you're me just start- treading water. Yes, or you're even running in the opposite direction. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, uh, it's anyways. It's it's something that drives me nuts. But you have that goal. Your goal. You have an X number of revenue. So how do we get you to that goal? So you're. What would you say is sort of the next big thing that you're struggling with?
1: Um, definitely imposter syndrome because I find that stops me from getting myself out there and I'm very introverted I feel so you know I I know I need to pitch brands and I know I need to um you know think of other ways to create income but the imposter syndrome definitely has me kind of putting the brakes on and I don't know it's something that I need to work on I think within myself to just kind of push it out but um yeah. Just figuring out what the, how to get money. You know, if there's the affiliate mar- the affiliate links, which I have, um, the, uh, yeah, pitching brands. Those are the only two. And, or you could have like a product, right. But I, I don't see where I could have a, like a product that would necessarily work. Um, so it's just figuring out what avenue to make the money and then put my energy in that because i don't think i could do all three it would be too much for my
0: mom brain <laughs> <laughs> when well, you only so, have so much know. time too in the day yes. right like you're still yes. caring for me at this point yeah. full time exactly so that's leads, leaves you with reason realistically an hour yeah. two hours a day at most exactly. if you don't use your i'm doing air quotes here free time to <laughs> yes. do anything else right yes sit rest clean Go to the bathroom. Shower. Yeah. <laughs> the essentials. Yes. Okay. So I, I kind of just made a list. There was a couple things to chat okay. about. Yes. Uh, you had mentioned imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. how to get some money, and you're not really sure of what product you could sell. Yeah. If, yeah. If yeah, that was sort of your imposter syndrome right there That's yeah, you're right? like, ah, okay. oh, there's oh, no product know. that I can yeah. sell. I'm not really. Yes, you're right. There it yeah. is. <laughs> if, if you, can, you can see it. You can see it. <laughs> Okay. So imposter syndrome is tricky. And yeah. I, I feel like actually something just popped up in our group the other day about mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. Um, and the honest answer is everybody feels it. Right. Yeah, that's it true. doesn't, there is, I feel like there's very few people who it doesn't exist in. And if you feel like they don't show that it exists, it still exists. They're just better at hiding it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right. Like, so I have been in marketing now for over 10 years I've started five businesses. Mm-hmm. I, so I've <laughs> like, run two different marketing teams with right. like five hundred thousand dollars plus budgets, and yeah. I still feel self-conscious about marketing. Yeah, like I still think maybe this isn't the right. And I'm kind of getting past it because I'm more confident in my skill set, but it's still taken mm-hmm. a ridiculous amount of time. Yes, right. Yeah. So I don't think it ever really goes away because then once it, once you get past one hurdle, you would see the next one. And yeah. then it just, it's just constantly, someone said a really good analogy the other day. People are always concerned about on Instagram getting to a thousand followers. And then they think, Oh, people with a hundred followers may probably don't feel this way, but people who are a hundred thousand. They're going for a million next. Yeah, like that's it's true. not, you hit one goal. You're always looking towards the next one. So yeah. it doesn't solve the root of the problem. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So from an imposter mm-hmm. perspective, I'm going to pad your ego a little bit right now because you're so good at what you do. Oh, thank you. And one thing I heard really resonated with me recently, I think it was Jenna Kutcher who said it, is that to teach people something, you only need to be one step further along the path. Right. You don't need to know the entire journey and the entire map because those people realistically don't exist. Yeah, that's true. You just need to know, you need to be a little bit more advanced Mm -hmm. than the people. So I I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but it's, it's one of those things that you just got to keep plugging away at it. Yeah. It sucks.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have to just get out of my own head. Maybe the small achievable goals, right? Yeah. So instead of thinking, and you said, you said it exactly when you're talking about your own space, you said, well, you don't need to do it all yes that's true (laughs) i did say that tonight you don't need to be completely eco-friendly all in one shot you don't need to pitch 15 brands being the expert in this space tomorrow you could pitch one so basically take my own advice yeah i know it's funny how that happened. i know you're so wise imposter syndrome my ass you're genius oh my gosh okay (laughs) yeah all right but I think it, it's just breaking them down into small yeah. things. Right? So what That's, yeah, yeah. I get what it. is scaring you? What is making you nervous? And if it's and so I get like this with anxiety. So if mm-hmm. what's making me anxious, and I'm sort of looking around the house, if what makes me anxious is and it's clean now because I clean for the guests, you guys coming over. <laughs> but if it's messy, instead of focusing on cleaning the entire mess, I clean like literally the carpet area. Yeah. I just do small things and eventually the carpet's clean. I'm like, huh, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better. Maybe I'll clean the couch area too. Yeah. So it's the same sort of thing. You just sort of step by step build up your confidence.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what would be something that is make giving you the sense of imposter syndrome and that sense of – is it potentially like the failure, quote-unquote failure, or that –
1: Yeah, I think it's failure for sure. Um, and then also – to not, to appear like I don't know enough or I don't have enough, I guess, like, quote-unquote influence for someone, like a brand, to take me seriously.
0: So who in your space and your mind is a person that knows enough? Is there someone that you follow that you feel like knows enough?
1: Yeah, there's a couple people. Like, yeah, Zero Waste Chef is, like... I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's super great. And there's a couple other ones that my brain is totally blanking on right now. Um, who, you know, I look towards. For sure. Her, and if
0: like you in think the about, eco world, I In guess. your space. Yeah, yeah. And if you think of things using your, like, purely objective mind without emotions or rash, like, any, re, you know, mm-hmm. any sort of emotional, tangible thought to it. Do you know that they don't ha- they don't know it all, yeah. or they have a team of people probably yeah, that's doing true. it for them. Yeah, you're right. Because you're one full time working at home mom. Yeah, who could do it all, but you also have other priorities. Yeah, it's and you're true. comparing apples to oranges. Mm-hmm. Comparison game's a bitch.
1: I know. Yes, and you always compare to the people who are. You know, like a lot of people I hear compare themselves to like Julian
0: Harris and stuff. But like if you're. <laughs> like, she's a team of like 18 she, Yeah, she people. does. She does. Not that she doesn't do anything herself because she totally works. Yes. But if she, people think she's like crafting her Instagram posts oh, and God, taking no. her pictures. And, she has a team. She does not even pulled her own filters on her own pictures. No. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> but she's worked her ass to get there. hundred percent. But yeah. you can't compare to her. Like no, nobody exactly, can compare yeah. to her. Yeah. You can buy your filter and try to look like her like I did and I was like, no, this does not fit my red, green, and elementary colored lifestyle.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just gotta get out of my own head and just go for it.
0: Totally. And I think yeah. it's hard to do that, but if you set the small achievable goals and if you realize that you are the only person offering your unique view and mm-hmm. brands, and I've because I've worked on the brand side of things too you want someone who has that unique view. I don't necessarily, right. to be honest, if I'm, so let's say for instance, right now I'm trying to find affiliates for my program, my marriage program. Right. I don't want huge people. Mm-hmm. I want people like you and you, you're my best affiliate so far oh, because yeah. you have a small niche of people who have an yeah. opinion and a viewpoint yeah. and they listen to you and they trust you. Yeah. You are in my mind as a micro influencer, more valuable right now than someone who has a hundred thousand people who don't yeah. really listen and right. are just following for the sake of following.
1: Yeah. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. It's a good though. point, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's like a it's like a relationship or a marriage, you know, like not everybody is meant to be a perfect fit together. Some people just that's aren't true. meant to be together and it's the same between a brand mm-hmm. and um an influencer.
1: Yeah, that's very true.
0: Yeah, and the, my list of brands is quite
1: it was quite long that I want to pitch, but they're all kind of local, like, you know, companies. You have a list. That's huge. I do. That's a huge step. <laughs> I have a list on like, you know, the saved, um, portion of Instagram. Yeah. I have the, I have a list just for, for that. Good. And I also have one that is on my phone. Good. And Trello. Oh,
0: <laughs> because you turned me on to Trello. It's great. It's eh? amazing. Oh, I'm obsessed. I love it. It's It's my best friend.
1: Yes, it is mine too. I have to
0: update it. And I'm feeling it's a little bit scattered right now. And I'm feeling... Oh, yeah. You know, every once in a while you have to go in and give it a little spring clean. Yes,
1: you do. I need a little spring clean right now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's so
0: funny. Okay. So how many people are on your list
1: of people to pitch right now? Okay. Off the top of my head, I probably would say like 25.
0: Okay. Around-ish. So... Your let's say let's let's work this backwards this okay. is what i would do if it were me and i'm taking out my Jesus. phone and instagram pops up while i'm doing this so i was sorry about that so let's say right now it is when we're recording this it is i have to i'm clicking on my calendar to look what month it is it's august 27th that we're recording this <laughs> so let's say for instance you want to land when would you want to land your next or first whatever deal with one of these 25 people
1: Oh, gosh. Um, just pick a date. We'll just Pick a date. Okay, a month from now,
0: 24th. Okay, September 24th.
1: <laughs> is a month of, enough time? See, yes, this is the imposter syndrome okay. coming. No.
0: Okay. no, so we're going to work it backwards to okay. make it a little bit more achievable. Okay, So that perfect. is one, like two, three. That's four weeks. Okay. With 25 brands. Yes. So I'm going to take that down to three weeks because a week of people take forever to get back to you. Okay. So I'm going to take 25, so three weeks, and then do the math. Okay um so that's 21 really like that's one brand a day pretty much 21 divided by 25 you're (laughs) you do the math wrong (laughs) okay let's try this again oh my goodness it's live math on a podcast here someone on okay 1.2 brands per day okay so if you do you think you could do 1.2 pitches a day I and let's even take out the weekends let's we could take out the weekends if you want to Yes. So let's just say, assume two pitches a day. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? I could do that. Yes, I can do that.
0: Yeah. Does that seem a little less overwhelming? It does. Yes. Um, and you can even do one pitch a day because you don't need to be pitching that many people. Yeah. You could schedule a time. You could block a time where you spend five, 10 minutes researching and crafting your pitch every day.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think I could probably do that. Because I find, like, I spend, like, my blogging time is the second hour of Mia's nap, and I just find myself, like, working on the newsletter or a blog post, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I
0: need more blog posts to support my pitching. Pitching, for sure. Um, You have a lot of blog posts. And you also have your historical... We kind of didn't touch on this at the beginning, but you also have a history of... You know, viral YouTube videos as well. <laughs> and I know it's not the same space. So, Sarah didn't really, she just skimmed over her YouTube world. <laughs> yeah. She got in the YouTube world a really good point and had a bunch of legitimately viral videos, mm-hmm. which is, while it's sort of irrelevant from the perspective of content creation for your space, it shows that you're good at marketing and that you've mm-hmm. been there, done that. Yeah. Right? Like, those are more portfolio pieces than anything. So, from the yeah. perspective of content creation for your blog, uh-huh. Your time is better spent pitching.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because, yeah, because what is what is the blog post going to get me, right? No money,
0: really. I mean... Right now. Yeah. So yeah. maybe the, the goal then is to land a sponsored <coughs> blog post, mm-hmm. and then you, ta-da, have a sponsored brand post, blog post as an example and reference to pitch mm-hmm. to people.
1: Yeah, that's very Spend true. Spend
0: your time doing that. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Because then come the new year, all the posts will be out... All the metrics and you know, summary stuff will be sent. You'll hopefully have mm-hmm. a glowing client, and which I have something planned for January 1st, and I'm super excited about. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I'm not <laughs> I'm even not, gonna I've been, ask you about it because it sounds super secret, so I'm not um, even gonna bother. But well, I can tell you, but maybe, well, maybe I'll not keep, the podcast. Yeah, maybe not the
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> Follow Sarah <laughs> yes. on Instagram, I'm super excited, and uh, she will tell you on January 1st, she'll tell people.
1: Um, it's or gonna or be like a lead, lead up. up, yeah, there's
0: gonna be a lead up.
1: So, I'm hoping to get some pitches for this project.
0: Okay, so there you go. So, let's get your one sponsored pitch out the door. One thing a day. Let's assume, I find people spend a lot of time on Instagram as well, or trolling Facebook. Yes. So what if? Yeah. I I, I mean I, I I do it too. Yeah. Like I spent the day commenting on people's posts, asking marketing tips, and they didn't even answer to say thank you. I'm like, I just spent twenty minutes answering this for you. You don't even say thank you. Why did I waste my time? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm done. Yeah. I'm gonna spend time making money instead.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh jeez. <laughs> but so is there something that you could realistically cut out from a social media perspective? Or consolidate to find an extra ten minutes in the data pitch.
1: Yes, uh, I can. Yeah, before I go to bed, probably avoid like the Netflix or like a oh, show. At so night. painful! I know, I know. I know it's so hard. Um, yeah, so I could probably just you know cut a show out or cut ten minutes of watching YouTube out or whatever. I could totally do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because then as soon as you sign your first deal, it'll be totally worth it. Yes, and you're not cutting it out completely no no exactly yeah because it's something you probably need to unwind at the end of the day I definitely do yeah I always like fall asleep to my phone
1: people say you shouldn't do that and it shouldn't make you sleepy but it definitely makes me sleepy I
0: have a, I've had a TV member my entire life yeah. I fully appreciate yeah. that it's my way it's my way to unwind because we're so busy and go 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 yes. during the day you don't I know don't I think you don't I've started meditating a little bit at the end of the night which sounds yeah. super crunchy and I hate saying it out loud you're saying that to me, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no
1: <laughs> so Sarah, judgment here. <laughs> meditating. I'm
0: so fancy. Um, yeah, that's more of a stress anxiety thing. But, yeah. okay, so you could. So let's just set the goal then for you one pitch a day. Yeah. Find time where you can. You know that you can find time to do it. And there's always something that you could bump in terms of, like, so this podcast, for example, is yeah. really good. I spend a lot of time putting out new products and new courses and whatever, yada, yada, yada. But to find time to do that, things like this podcast got bumped for a week or two. Like, I missed an episode and I felt bad about that. But when you look at the pecking order of what's on your list and how much time you have, sometimes things have to get bumped. Yeah, that's true. And it sucks, but... Yeah,
1: but it has to happen.
0: Yeah. You know what gets bumped for me now is Instagram engagement. It sucks because I miss it. But I typically, if I have... (laughs) <laughs> this is really bad to admit, but I typically don't reply to Instagram stuff when I have... I only reply when I have my kids around. <laughs> oh, do <you>? Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out how to phrase that. It's not when I have time to sit and they're not around because that's the only time I can focus on things like this yeah. or content creation. I can't do that with my kids around. I can happily ignore them and go on Instagram and reply to Yeah. comments. Well, it's
1: so easy with the voice text, right? Like you yes. don't even have to keep, take your eyes off of them and you know, exactly. it's so much easier. Yeah.
0: Like, sorry, you're getting a voice memo for me today because I'm holding my kid's hand walking down the stairs and I don't want them to die. Exactly. But I'm doing
1: both. I'm multitasking. Right? Exactly. Multitasking is important. It is.
0: Okay. Imposter syndrome um small achievable things just one pitch a day yeah and go from there it doesn't need to be the whole big shebang at once
1: mhm and then go yeah, from. i think i can manage that
0: yeah okay how to get more money yes what do you we talked to, and i'm going to kind of take this off track a little bit okay because we talked on instagram dms about your lead man. And that kind of ties mm-hmm. into money yeah. and some of the content that you're looking to create. And you were a little bit, uh, overwhelmed by options. So maybe mm-hmm. tell people a little bit about the backstory to like Mia's party and all the stuff that you want to pump out and all that greatness. And then we can help work together to put it into a system that will get to your goal mm-hmm. in the timeframe that you have.
1: Right. Okay. So, um, my daughter, Mia, just turned two last weekend and we, I had planned to do a low waste party and I So thought, explain to me what a low waste party is. Oh just yeah. In ca- just in case. Okay. Um, so a low waste party, just not much things to throw away, not much to compost, not much to recycle. So like basically what you bring in is what you bring out type of thing. There's nothing, you know, no waste of any kind, whether it's recycling, compost or Got or it. trash. Um, so yeah, so that was my goal for her party. And then I thought, oh, do a blog post and then listening to you and listening to Jenna Kutcher, um, and Jenny Melrose, you know, you, you want to build your list and, um, all that. And I have them in my newsletter. So I was like, okay, perfect. I'll do a blog post for my newsletter for people only on my newsletter. So then I was like, okay, perfect. You can see this going a little bit crazy here. And then already. And then I was like, okay. But then how will I get people to get onto my newsletter just for this one blog post? And then I and then I was like, okay, well, lead magnets, lead magnets are a thing. So what do I need to do for my lead magnet to get people to get into this this blog post on my newsletter? Because I know I have to build this list. And this list is really important. But then, as you, you you could probably hear, it's just all of these things are just floating around and I'm, like, verbal diarrhea. Like, what do I do? My brain is mush now. Sort of type of thing. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> yes. super
0: overwhelming.
1: Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, no, I completely... And yeah. it's so funny because... our <laughs> for you guys listening, our conversation now was very much our Instagram DM conversation. <laughs> it was very and much. And I had to sort of talk you off the ledge. <laughs> like, yes. You have a lot of... Because you have a lot of really great knowledge and information to offer people, but it's just about packaging it in a way mm-hmm. that your audience will receive it well, but also it will maximize the benefits for you. Yes. Like it, your, your goal is to grow your list so that when you do feel like your imposter syndrome mm-hmm. is a little bit more under control, you can sell them something <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes. or the list is also, and especially I just launched my first product. So I have not been leveraging my audience to sell things to. I've been making my money through brand deals right right so it doesn't necessarily need to be leveraging your list for pro- to sell them products it could be leveraging your list to with brands
1: mm-hmm. like
0: one of the things that i pitch brands is my list is you know so many so many people large and i'll include you in one of my emails or one of my newsletters or as an almost add-on value package. So if this post we worked on, I'm going to distribute it all of these places, but I'm also going to distribute it in my newsletter too. So it'll get that extra set of eyes. Yes. Yeah. So it's more, um, almost a bonus for mm-hmm. brands as opposed okay. to just a full pitch. Right. Okay. So yes, you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all the different options, <laughs> how to leverage me as low waste party and what you can do with it. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, and I have noticed a lot of people sort of starting this trend a little bit, which I think is um maybe not always the best use of time, but it's the newsletter, yeah. so I feel like and we talked about this too, I feel like sometimes people think of and I wish I had this on video cause I'm, I like using my hands when I talk, <laughs> but they think of the newsletter as their list, and they kind of think of them as one and the same, yes. Right, it's that's true. Yeah, it's you don't need to when really the newsletter is almost just an extra piece of content you're sending your audience mm-hmm. that's on your list. So you have your list, which is basically anybody who you are legally able to send emails to, regardless mm-hmm. of how you got their emails in like a legal way. And I'm just gonna keep saying this with a disclaimer: in a legal way, how you get, <laughs> and that's a whole other episode.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but. All of the individuals you're allowed to contact is your list. And how you choose to contact them, whether it's through a newsletter, whether it's by sending them blog posts, whether it's by sending them this, these details on me as Little Waste Party, that's all different pieces of content to that list. So it doesn't necessarily need to be a weekly newsletter. It doesn't need to be a monthly newsletter. It doesn't need to be something on a regular basis about a newsletter. Mm-hmm. It's something adding something... A value to that list on a regular basis regardless of what it is depending mm-hmm. on who your audience is
1: right yeah
0: so for you it could just be your newsletter doesn't need to be a big fancy thing it could just literally be your tip of the week yeah. for managing this um, like eco-friendly lifestyle as a parent yeah like it could that could it could be three sentences every week it doesn't need it depends on your audience right yeah. like it doesn't need to be something big and mm-hmm. fancy do
1: you suggest doing something smaller? once a week, because right now I'm doing one newsletter on the first of every month. And it's just kind of my top three blog posts that month. And then it has something that's exclusive to the newsletter, usually a challenge or um, kind of like, um, you know, a couple tips and tricks. And then I have a feature blog post that's also in there. So that's usually like my My monthly newsletter and that's all I've been doing, but I don't know, should I do smaller ones once a month?
0: So I mean once a week, excuse me. Yeah, no, here's my, here's my first thought. Like how much, A, how much time are you putting into this monthly newsletter right now?
1: Um, honestly, it usually ends up being, uh, probably four days at an hour. So four hours, Okay. like once a month, four hours.
0: Okay, so once a month, four hours and so you have so you just said you have an hour a day to blog. Yeah. So let's assume let's just say twenty five because you're probably not blogging an hour a day every single day. Right? Right. Okay. So oh here I'm getting getting... my calculator out. I should have picked different numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my goodness. So four divided by oh my goodness. Guys, I'm sorry, four divided by twenty five. Okay, so almost twenty percent of your time, sixteen percent of your time you're spending on this newsletter. Yeah. It seems like a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. When you break, when you break it yeah, down that way, that's true. it's a lot. So if, you know, let's just do, let's round up because realistically 25, 25 hours a week is probably still a lot mm-hmm. um, relative to what you're actually doing. But let's say 20% of your entire blogging time you're spending on your newsletter right now. Yeah. And do you know how that newsletter is? Like, is it doing well for you? Are people opening it? Are people engaging okay. on it? uh you know what my like I guess engagement outside is
1: not you know like that great but I do have a really good kind of open rate um and people are opening it do you know what your open rate is off the um, top of your head uh I think it's like 80 something percent
0: yeah that's huge
1: yeah so like it's
0: really it's good ost- that people are opening. yeah um, do you know what your click-through rate is so how many people are actually, cause that would be interesting to me because I find that sometimes with newsletters, people get overwhelmed if they have too many choices.
1: Right. Uh, oh yeah. Okay.
0: So, um,
1: oh yeah. And so it's not that great. Um, so the last three months it's 16.1 is the app percent. That's still good. Is it?
0: Yeah. That's still really good. Oh, okay. Yeah relative to your eight. I mean, I think that's, that's pretty on par. Like I have a really high click through rate because I have a contest in my newsletter. So people yeah. have to physically click through. Yeah. That's but I true. think that's anything above like 5% is high sometimes depending okay. on the industry. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's great. Yeah.
0: No, you're over 20. Yeah. See. yeah.
1: 28 on July and 20.
0: Yeah. Your click through rates. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, that's good. So th- that's good. So it, okay. just from that perspective, like people are engaging on it and they're appreciating it. Yeah, I wonder if, could you do a more regular email that's something smaller that has a distinct call to action in it? So right now you're the value of the newsletter is that you're touching base with your audience, but they are. Um, just going through from a traffic perspective, mm-hmm. right? Like what value are you getting out of your four, 20% of your time on the newsletter? I per, just nothing. You're building like, your I'm building list. my list. You're yes. building your list. Yes. That's it. I think based on my personal experience and some of the stuff I've heard in the industry that it will be easier and faster for you to build your list if you're doing freebies or okay. lead magnets.
1: Right. Those are the same thing, right? Yeah, okay. I, I know. It's, <laughs> no,
0: that's good. okay. It's, yeah. It depends on the industry. Like some people say lead and egg is something to be freebies and I tend to interchange use them interchangeably, which okay. can be a bit okay. confusing good to know. Okay. That's that's just my problem. Um I have found that so for instance, I I only have a couple of lead magnets, freebies. One of them is 10 ways to reconnect with your partner. Yes.
1: Um
0: the another one is my mum blocking guide. Yeah. So those are really easy from the perspective of how you would promote those. So, um, and for those of you listening, I have, and actually the 10 ways to reconnect with your partner is probably the best example because it will tie into what we're with Mia's party. It is a guide of 10 tips that it took me a couple hours to create um, of how to reconnect with your spouse after having children. And people can download it on a form on my website, then they're sent it in an email, and then they're sent a couple emails after with additional tips, and then they're sent an email to sell them 30 ways to reconnect with their partner yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't need to do anything to promote that it just collects people yes. every now and then I talk about like if I'm doing one of the things on the list then I talk about it on in my Instagram stories and I say hey this is one of the things on the list to get the other nine things da- download the list and right. then they get put into a series where That's they're A slow. on my list okay. they're getting contact from me on a regular basis and then they're put into a set funnel to buy my product right
1: okay yeah, I can see I can see visually in my brain how that will work, that funnel.
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. your hands off. You yeah. create it once. Yeah. It's created and you're done. Yeah. Whereas your new your newsletter or something on a more regular basis is tricky because you're having to commit to it and do it on a regular basis mm-hmm. and then like me on my newsletter. So I, I use my newsletter from a new lead magnet from the perspective of it's a weekly giveaway, mm-hmm. which has become a little bit problematic because as I get busier, it's something I need to do every week and I don't have time to do it every week. Right. So I'm actually not showing up for my audience in the way that I should because I'm missing weeks.
1: Right.
0: And I'm not getting the email list growth that I am on the other things, which I'm doing very little effort on. And they're right. just collecting people. Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so hard to.
0: Yeah, put it all together. But this is like sort of starting to make sense. So let's simplify it from your from your perspective. Uh-huh. So you have you had Mia's party. You yes. created a low waste party for Mia. Mm-hmm. At some point, you your goal right now is to get people on your email list because you're not selling a product. So that's right. fine. So we'll say you have a low waste party content Mm -hmm. that you're going to create or you already have crafted um, a lead magnet for. Mm -hmm. And your goal is to get them on your list. So you have a very clear path already there. If you exclude and block out everything else that you think you should be doing.
1: Right. It's like the horse with the blinders on. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just need to... Yeah. Okay. okay. So step number one, you know your goal. Yes. Get people on your list. Yes. Number two, you're going to create something for them mm-hmm. that provides value to their life because you're not an imposter... And you have done (laughs) this awesome party and you're one step ahead down the path. Yeah. So you're creating them this freebie. So what is the freebie that you're working on or that you're almost done slash I think you're actually done? Um, yeah. So I'm just working out like (laughs) the visual aspect of it right now, just
1: getting the pictures, but it's, um, the ultimate, oh, sorry. The busy mom's guide to a low waste party for toddlers.
0: I love
1: it! Yeah, you helped me with the title, so thank you.
0: <laughs> well, it's so it's niche too, right? Yeah, and that's that's where your audience yeah. is. Busy I'm, moms, low waist, toddler.
1: Yeah, yes,
0: toddler. I keep forgetting that part. It's huge because yeah. what you would do. And the reason why I suggested that, and I know that people get nervous niching down, but realistically, you have to niche down to a toddler for this because a toddler party is going to look very different <laughs> very. than a school-age kid party or, like, a preteen or whatever. Yeah, like, at that exactly. point, they probably don't even want the parents involved. Yes, very true. Like, they yeah. just want to go to the movies and... Hang with their friends or sneaky something. Sneaky drink with their friends. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> exactly. Okay. So... Yeah, so I'm cre I've pretty much created it, just doing the fine-tuned details. Um, so I guess it's like a five-page document. Would that be an ebook? I don't know, or like a p like a Im- I don't know what would you call that? I think that? a guide, a guide. Yeah, just a guide, and it's I think like five five pages cool. on basically what you take the overwhelm out of planning a party, um, low waste. So it goes through a whole bunch of different tips and. Areas to focus in on when planning this party to make it low waste and sort of tips as that I use for me as party kind of hidden in in all of those little tips.
0: So what are they specifically going to get out of this once they have downloaded it? They're going to have basically the blueprint. Yes, the blueprint of planning a party low
1: waste. Um, So it's almost like, oh, maybe I should include a checklist.
0: Mm-hmm. Um see so then all
1: the all these the ideas start to come in. Um
0: so stop I'm gonna stop you yes, right there. Yes, Okay. Because a checklist could be another freebie. That's true. Yes, right. You don't need to put everything, everything. in okay. one. Like my freebies are very small. Right. Because well, A, my audience is tired busy moms, mm-hmm. similar to yours, yeah. but I, I very much cater to the fact that their lifestyle doesn't have time to read excessive amounts mm-hmm. so I, I can't make anything that's long for, for my audience like, yeah just, it, it, they'd be like eh, no thanks garbage <laughs> never hear unsubscribe never hear from her again like very unforgiving <laughs> <laughs> but um you could just do you just stick on the one I mean this is a yeah. very full guide you can put a yes. checklist in an extra one or you can sell a checklist
1: yeah that's true or or the
0: checklist is free and then I sell the exactly. guide exactly
1: <sighs> yeah would people buy the Clyde? Yeah, I guess Ask I would. Audience. Yeah, maybe I should. And then get yeah, that they... checklist out the door. Yeah, okay. Because, yeah, because it's almost like an um, elaborated checklist. Like, yes, this is a checklist, but how do you... Implement
0: it. Yeah, right, and that's what the guide is. That's what I would do. Oh, okay. So what I would do, then this is getting your little, like, workflow of stuff, mm-hmm. and... I, I tend to, when I think about things like this, I write them all down. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to actually flip a page and yeah, write I'm this gonna, all down as well. So I, I love flowcharts. <laughs> exactly. So you start with your checklist. And you're basically almost like you're having a party, all the things that you need. Mm-hmm. So things like, you know, cutlery, bowls, like all the things mm-hmm. that you're bringing. Just literally items with a checkbox. Yeah. With your website, a pretty graphic at the header. That's it. Two pages mm-hmm. max. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would try to get it onto one because you don't want people printing things out on paper, I'm assuming.
1: Right? Like, Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: I wonder if there's <laughs> an app I can use. Yeah. But they're just going to do PDF and you P- can just oh, encourage right. people to PDF anyways. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, I wonder if it's a checklist. Or you could even do it in are you I was gonna, I wouldn't do Trello because okay. then people have to create an account but I was just gonna oh, yeah, like okay. Google Sheets
1: <gasps> yeah that's true and they could just download it and they can all do it all exactly. check it all
0: on their phone okay I like it they could do it on their phones and it, it very much and then you play into the fact that it's eco-friendly yeah yada yada, yada. you don't even have to worry about yeah just super easy yeah because there's zero waste a zero waste a zero zero waste.
1: waste checklist to creating a party for toddlers
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together it is yes so what you would do is I would if I were you I would spend all of my energy promoting this checklist okay and then when they get the checklist they're put into your email list and then very much similar to my 10 ways to reconnect Mm -hmm. with your partner they're in an email with saying thank you here's the link yeah that's it I would also sometimes include things like, by the way, I'm going to include a couple more tips in the next few days. So look out for them. Very exciting. Yeah. Because then it sets the expectation that you're going to continue emailing them. And you want to be as clear as possible so you can respect email. I found that that extra line in my emails has helped a lot. Okay. Yeah. Cause you don't want to really want to be spammy. No, you want to provide value. Yeah. So in those next two, three, four emails, whatever it is, What else can you provide them? And it could just be small snippets from the bigger guide Mm -hmm. in emails. So like, and I'm trying, and again, I don't know your space, the space very well, but overcoming party invites—that's probably a bad example because most are online right now, or through Facebook. Yeah. But like, what to do about cutlery? Again, easy because you just bring regular stuff. But those sorts of things, yeah. Like, what wouldn't you think about that you're not giving away? the whole kit caboodle, yeah. but you're giving them value, like, something yeah, that will bits. genuinely help them. Right. So you yeah. set up those, those apps. So let's say a couple days apart, a couple emails, and then in the next email you sell them the guide. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: That's brilliant.
1: That's perfect. I and can it see it all. Sense. Yeah, it does. And like everything that you've said in, um, you know, Jenny Melrose and all those people are saying, it's like, like the ta-da moment. I just need to... Yes, it's all coming together. And, and the, I can see it. I can see good. it
0: now. Like... And so now you know that you can you can see what you want to do. Yeah. So the really cool thing about that is you know what not to do
1: mm-hmm. in
0: your daily activities. Right? Like, yeah. it's, it's really easy. And by that, I mean you have an hour a day. Mm-hmm. That's almost all I plan for in my day Either mm-hmm. is are you going to spend that hour working on your checklist or working on the emails in your sequence or working on setting up your form, whatever it is to make this happen. Are mm-hmm. you going to spend your time doing that? Or are you going to spend your time writing a blog post? Mm-hmm. Like actually though, yeah, you can write the blog post. Your blog is not going to disappear overnight.
1: Yeah, that's true. And there's a lot of content, good content, I think on there too, that I can totally focus on other things for sure.
0: So here's a little sneaky trick that you could do for your blog. If you're feeling really sort of, anxious that you're not putting out new content is you can just go republish old posts
1: yeah
0: just go into the back end of your website change the publish date
1: oh yeah you could do that that's Mm -hmm. true and then you
0: can put google has a little um disclaimer that you need to put like this post was updated you can even spend a few minutes updating with more relevant content or links or whatever Mm -hmm. if you happen to have a picture that's more updated you can just do that really quickly don't spend more than five ten minutes on it yeah And just republish old ones and then just send those out to social media.
1: And people won't remember. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a really good idea. Um, Because I've got lots, even from when I did YouTube, I I had my website as well. Um, And if you go digging, there's some cringy ones in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all have those. We
1: do. Um, And then, yeah, so like there's a lot of like eco-friendly stuff that I did back then just as like regular DIYs that I
0: can, you know, bring.
1: And that doesn't forward. even
0: need to be like new content. That could be really cool to see people for people to see the evolution of where yeah. you started to where you are now. Yeah, which that is would far, be neat. Which well, is really but fun. we all and yeah. it, it humanizes you. Yeah, right. Like nobody's perfect. No, and no. I think brands these days who try to put on the facade that they are perfect are not. They're not going anywhere. Like they're just gonna. Yeah. F- they're just gonna get. You know, spit out.
1: Yeah, that's true. Everybody's replaceable, as Abby Abby Lee says on Dance Moms. (laughs) Oh my God!
0: You're also a dancer. I'm also a dance teacher. So she's a dance teacher. She danced for the Olympics. She (laughs) she hairdresser.
1: Yeah, I'm like a jack of all trades. I get bored easily, so like having all of these things is really helpful
0: um, for me just to kind of yeah function properly and and so because you're that person who gets bored easily yeah. knowing this path and this thing of what you need to do to get to your end goal you just follow it that's the yeah. really cool thing right yeah. like you're thinking one day do I do a new blog post about compost again I don't know this space at all that we discussed this earlier I'm surrounded by plastic <laughs> but do I do that or no I should do the checklist yeah. and you do the checklist yeah
1: yeah and yeah I need to be a horse, put my blinders on goal race to the finish line.
0: Cause the sooner you get there, the sooner you can stop doing it.
1: <laughs> That's true. Right?
0: Yeah, it's true. And things will fall off and you'll feel shitty about it because I know that when I was just putting out the, like the new reconnect in 30, so many other things that I felt like I should be doing fell off my plate. Mm-hmm. So many, but nobody noticed. Yeah. Nobody noticed at all. Yeah. Okay, so are you feeling? Like, we're gonna wrap it up there because we've carried on a little bit—an hour. A little. I ish, don't know. We're, we're a little bit chatty. Um, we can do this another time. Yes, too. I would love to carry on. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a little bit more of a direction and a path and a goal for where you're going?
1: I do a hundred percent. The light bulb is on, and I'm super excited. I know what I need to do, and it's all much clearer. Okay, so
0: you have a few goals. Yes. You're going to pitch Pitch. a brand every day for five days a week. And you're going to launch this whole system of stuff so we can get it and pay you to get this product because I want this.
1: (laughs) Me too. Now they're
0: holding you accountable. Where can they find you online?
1: So you can finally, oh my gosh, you can find me on simplysarah.ca and you can also find me on Instagram, which is simplysarahoxox. I started this in 2006, so that was all that was left. (laughs) So (laughs) I unfortunately couldn't get all of my um, usernames um, all the same. But yeah, so those are the two platforms that I am on the most. So you can find me there, and I look forward to seeing you guys and, yeah, meeting you guys too.
0: Awesome. So go check her out on Instagram. She shares a ton of really great stuff. Thank you so much for popping on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been super fun. Yay! Yay! I hope that you enjoyed this online coaching call today with Sarah. One of the ways that Sarah and I started working together was she was one of the very first students of my course, Mom Blogging 101. And it's gotten to the point where she is today, as you saw on the call, is that it helped frame and shape and um, send her in the right direction. And now some of these questions she's asking are a little bit more strategic. She's starting to think about email and making big money and really taking the blog to the next level to the point where she can support her family full-time so if you want to check out mom blogging 101 just go to www.momblogging101.com and if you have any questions about it you can head to my instagram page for this podcast mom blogging Unplugged. thanks guys have a great day